This episode of Art of the Kickstart is sponsored by BackerKit. BackerKit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. Plus, if you want to create and send surveys, offer add-ons and pledge upgrades, or begin accepting pre-orders, BackerKit makes it simple. Over 2,000 projects and 4 million backers have used BackerKit, including many of the projects featured on Art of the Kickstart. Ready to try BackerKit? Visit BackerKit.com and sign up today. Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am honored to be joined by Anin Kirsten with Numino Labs. Anin, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi. So this is an awesome, awesome crowdfunding campaign. Really honored to be speaking with you. I know you and your partner Max are, you know, professional industrial designers uh, based down in Cape Town. You came up with this product, basically got it on the homepage of Reddit, which is the yeah, the, <laughs> the internet's traffic, if you will. Campaign yeah. has raised, you know, over one point three million dollars. You know, super, super successful. So. Let's talk about this project. Let's have a little bit of fun with our audience and talk about where does this all start besides, you know, you being a kid and playing with Legos. Okay, Rad. Well, a buddy of mine actually came up with the, con- the seed that planted all of this in New York. He, we were walking around and he was like, oh, why is nobody making tape for toy bricks? And I was like, holy moly that's a great idea so then took the idea back to cape town with me and the partners and i all worked on it and i guess because of my love for lego as a kid it was something that i was super excited to work on well the internet has responded and they are super excited to back this project and bring it to life so obviously you guys over exceeded your measly eight thousand dollar funding goal blown that out. Are you guys going to be able to handle the production now on all of these orders that have come in? Yes, absolutely. So Max and I actually work for a company called Chrome Cherry Design Studio. And they, we as a company specialize in bringing products to market. So this is not our first product that we will be producing. Uh, we've got our manufacturers lined up and everything's ready to go. So it's, it's now it's just a a question of scaling it up so that we can get the backers their products as soon as possible. Absolutely. You know, we run into that a lot where maybe all of those things aren't quite as lined up from campaigners that are first timers or first time engineers or product developers or trying to become entrepreneurs, you know, outside of their, their day job. So that's great that you guys obviously have that experience. And it certainly shows in terms of the development of the campaign as well as your positioning in the marketplace. 
Yeah, thank you. So let's talk about the the biggest challenge that you guys have encountered so far when designing uh, the product itself. So for us, it was really nailing the materials. Uh, we spent a large portion of our time researching and testing materials that had the properties that we really wanted because we wanted the flexibility to be able to stick it around corners, but we still wanted it to have a really nice grip on blocks. So that was the the hardest part that I would, I, I uh, you know, specifying the materials and finding the, the properties that we really wanted in the product. So yeah. when you guys were developing this product out, how did you decide that Indiegogo or crowdfunding in general was the correct launch path for this product in particular? That's an excellent question. I think we chose this one. We'd been toying with the idea for a while and we chose this one because of the vast target market that it potentially had. You know, we've got people who grew up with Lego of pretty much every age. You've got my parents played with Lego, I played with Lego, and my brother's kids play with Lego. So we thought, what a great way to test the market and to put it out there with this product that specifically, also with the internet, you know, can reach so many people that would love it. And I, I'm, we're seeing the results of that now. Yeah, you absolutely are. So, you know, in, in backtracking a little, your, your project made the front page of Reddit pretty soon after launching. Tell our audience a little bit about what happened then and what happened after that. Oh, man. Oh, I was so busy that day and I wish I could have really experienced it because that's definitely a bucket list to be on Reddit. <laughs> but that, that day was a frenzy and I just started getting phone calls from people. I'm currently in New York, but a lot of my friends are in Cape Town and I just started getting phone calls. You know, I think... A lot of us in this day and age, we want to go viral, but it is so stressful. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't really know what to tell you. It was a, it was a whirlwind. And from there, it just kind of snowballed and went out of control. And before you knew it, we were pretty much all over the internet. I couldn't keep up. We've just not, I've got a list of screenshots that I sometimes just go and look at where we've been featured. So it's been, it's been wild. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been all over the place from Mashable, Nerdist, Gizmodo, Board Panda, even Weather.com picks up your story. <laughs> Can you believe that? That one never, I, that one gets me. How did that happen? So like I think they today just, in the weather, yeah. Namuno loops. It's like, a great day to be making Legos outside. <laughs> so have fun with it, right? Yeah, exactly. So did, yeah, was it nice. was it planned press and coverage or was it kind of luck uh, in terms of getting on the homepage of Reddit and then the, the snowball effect thereafter? So I tell you what happened. I went to the toy fair because I wanted to kind of walk around and gauge the, uh, what is the word, the reaction from people towards Nomuno Loops. Um, and as I was cruising around there showing people my product, I bumped into into Mike from Gizmodo, which was awesome. And he gave me his business card and he was like, keep me up to date with the, with the Indiegogo campaign, which to, I think to anyone who's about to launch an Indiegogo campaign, that's pretty much solid gold. I couldn't believe that happened. Um, and that's actually really where it started because they posted it on Gizmodo and then Nerdist picked it up. And that's, 
how we we got into the top tier of the of the blogs and then it all filtered down and then Reddit I think just helped it really just spread it and it just spread like wildfire. Absolutely. Yeah, we've seen Gizmodo be a good springboard to continued press and that domino effect. So that's great that, you know, obviously you made contacts there. I was at the Toy Fair. Quite an interesting experience uh, uh, in terms of the new innovations that are coming out in the toy market. Yeah, it's rad. I love it. So obviously you guys have had this ultra successful campaign, still a bunch of time left. What's been the biggest surprise outside of kind of what we've discussed so far that you've encountered during the campaign? Uh, the biggest surprise, I guess, really, <laughs> what surprised me was how many grandparents were buying it. I don't know why, but for some reason, I just didn't think that a lot of the grandparents would be funding crowdfunding campaigns, and I was wrong. <laughs> there are a lot of grand, rad, hip grandparents out there that are supporting up-and-coming businesses and want to stay up-to-date, which is really cool. That was, for me, the biggest surprise. Absolutely. Yeah, we're seeing that trend as well with more of them having a comfort a comfort level, if you will, with the crowdfunding platforms that are out there and pre-purchasing product that they can't quite yet touch or taste, but they know their kids yeah. want it potentially. Exactly. Talk to me a little bit more about your experience with your backers so far. You know, I know you've gotten a ton of feedback. How are you going about manufacturing, you know, managing that feedback? and taking any of those insights into the campaign in terms of new product or color, et cetera? Yeah, we've had a lot of um, requests for new colors, so we like to take that into consideration. So we, we run the color competitions, which the people really like. The backers are extremely supportive. We've now got a backer base of at least, I've, we've gone beyond, but it's over 34,000 backers that we have, which is an immense amount, and we've been receiving a lot of emails from them and questions, especially about, uh, let's say, if they want to change their perks, how to go about that. So we've had to put some systems in place just to, to keep the communication flowing. But overall, really great experience. They're all, a, I haven't had a, a negative interaction. People are just super excited to get their hands on it, which, you know, is amazing because it really, it's, it's lovely to see someone, to see so many people react so positively to your to your project, especially after working on it for so long and not really knowing what people are going to say about it. It's been wonderful. So if, if you could do your Indiegogo campaign differently, what would you change? Oh, that's a good question. I would keep it more organized. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I look at it, I feel like it's a little bit messy and I can be a little bit of a neat freak. So at one point, our perks were a little bit messy to my liking. I think I would have liked to formulate a, a wording, a wording, uh, what's the word? Like a wording configuration for the perks to make it really, really clear what the perks contained. I would say include shipping in your description because a lot of people can only see the shipping cost once they've clicked through. Just small little things like that that you can't tweak after somebody's pledged. Those are those. That's pretty much what I would do, I think. Yeah, good advice there. Uh, any other advice you would give to someone else looking to crowdfund a, a toy product, for instance? Oh, you know, a lot. There's a lot to be said for traditional means of marketing. I think a lot of people get really hung up on trying to cold email people 
And I find that my absolute best, best result was from getting in front of someone, meeting them face to face and showing them my product and getting them excited about it. That was the most successful. So there's a lot to be said for that old school approach to marketing, I think. Absolutely. Almost a lost art these days with all of our social media interactions and hiding behind mobile screens and laptop computers. Exactly. So what's what's next when this project ends? So we are actually, we've got a big announcement coming next week. So you guys must keep an eye on the Indiegogo campaign. We are planning a bunch of products uh, that we want to launch that really expand the capabilities of Namuno Loops and the way that Namuno Loops interacts with building blocks, uh, which is really exciting. This is just the start. So I'm ecstatic about how this is going because if I can keep working on this for a long time, I'd be a very happy camper. Well, I think all of your happy campers are going to be your customers when they get to play with these things at home with their kids. Yeah, I can't wait for them to get them. All right, so this gets us into our launch round where I'm going to rapid fire a few questions at you. Are you good to go? Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> so what are they like one word answers? Sure, yeah, as, as short or as long as you'd like. Okay. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Oh, success. <laughs> so if you could play Legos with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Oh my gosh, uh, what about... Any entrepreneur? Oh, oh, this is hard. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What about the founder of Lego? <laughs> there we go. All right. So you're with the founder of Lego, just building some castles. What would be your first question then? What is your favorite thing about your product? Uh, who did you look up to when you were growing up? My father, definitely. My parents and <laughs> Action Man. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what business book or life book would you recommend to our audience? Oh, that's a good one. Sure. I don't know. What business book or life book? Any book. Any book. This is a very hard question for me. Um... Sure. I'm going to skip this one, unfortunately, because you, you blindsided enough. me. You blindsided me. That's, that's the nature of this interview, right? Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, running a very successful company. I'm sure you will be. Last question in the launch round. You're doing great. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? Oh, bright. Very, very bright. Awesome. Well, this has been great. I truly appreciate it. Your campaign is killing it. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell them what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should go buy the product. Okay. Hi, guys. Anin here from Namuna Loops. Uh, we can build toy building blocks or Lego Creo Mega Blocks on any surface now. We do not have to be restrained by flat, planar, square base plates. We can build anywhere. Go and check us out on Indiegogo. It's Namuna Loops. And we'd love to see you there. And I cannot wait to see what you guys are going to do with it. Anine, you have been great. Audience, thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the show notes, a full transcript, links to everything we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Backer Kit.
Anine, thank you so much for being on the show today. It has been an honor. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.